Welcome back, guys. What up? Uh, oh. We got Steven calling in here over the phone. He's uh, he's up north visiting his family. Hopefully, you guys can hear him all right. From the Annie. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, well, first on the list to talk about today, I want to I wanted to talk about what it was like for everyone when uh, you guys all first moved here to San Diego, because none of us are actually from here. Correct. Uh, Justin moved here first, so we probably want to hear from you first. Fuck, man. Uh, what was it like when I moved down here? Um, yeah. I, you know, it was cool. Um, the, you know, when I first moved in here, there wasn't a lot of really cool people that lived in this complex. Um, <laughs> you know, it was it was ma- it was mostly girls, which was pretty rad. But you know, everybody was kind of standoffish, and um, I don't know, didn't really talk talk to anybody say hi to them they just walk right by you now was that with like all the other locals here too just the kind of vibe or was it more specifically just this complex just in this complex yeah and people you know people don't last that long in these this complex because the rooms are so small and it's super expensive yeah so people are always in and out of here but we got a good crew right now Um, yeah we do i mean pretty much everyone here besides uh besides like one hang all comes out here and hangs out yeah actually caesar's moving is he? He's moving to Colorado. Already? No shit. Already, yeah. Dude, he just moved here like I know. two months ago. I know. He went out there for the weekend. I was like, fuck it, I'm moving here. <laughs> dude, that's funny because I just, this last time I was down in Cabo, I met a bunch of people from Colorado that were yeah. super rad, dude. Like, and, and the time before, I met people there from Colorado and they were both yeah. super rad. I mean, Colorado is definitely pretty dope out there, definitely man. Definitely pretty cool. They got, they got some nice people there. If, if you don't mind not being by the ocean, that's the place to go. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So I, mean, I don't think I could ever move away from the ocean, but. Uh, yeah, that, me too. But it was nice visiting yeah. out there, you know. Not yeah. very good uh, commercial fishing on, yeah. on the lakes out there. <laughs> Gotta yeah. have a long line. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> they have to do yeah, some commuting. No, I, couldn't, I couldn't leave either. I love it near yeah. the water. Yeah, for sure. Dude, there's just so much more to do. It's, I mean, especially here in San Diego. I mean, you could, yeah. you know, drive two hours, go snowboarding, skiing, snowmobiling, whatever, and then you could still make it back and surf at, you know, Surf here at, at, uh, at sunset. Yeah. And you go diving. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much more going on here. So many chicks. Yeah. Seafood's better. <laughs> no, Seafood's better. East Coast has the best seafood. I will I will stand on that. Mm. Yeah, but you have to sacrifice every other great thing to go get it. That is correct. That's true. That, that is, is true. Correct. I did move here for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> right. Our East Coast fans will love that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, East Coast has got some great stuff, too. I mean, like, you know, I grew yeah. up out there and... If if it wasn't for the winter time, it would be awesome. I mean, the summertime is just like San Diego, where I was from, and uh, yeah. I mean the the spring and the fall were just absolutely beautiful. But it's just the long, cold, dark winter. Brutal. Yeah, especially being up in the Northeast. But I mean, during the summer there, it's like really um, humid, isn't it? It's like it's like it's super cold in the winter and fucking humid in the in the summer. Right? Yeah, and that's why most people like the uh, the fall and the spring especially in the spring because you get a, a drier heat and you get autumn too right yeah yes yeah, so yeah. what five seasons or something four uh fall is also autumn oh. it's, it's just got two names oh i didn't know yeah. that. i think it's depending on where you're from they uh they either call it fall, fall or, autumn. or autumn oh okay yeah because leaf fall down yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah she yeah, might be right on that <laughs> uh, um, yeah dude seattle i lived there for two years that was the was the same thing where, like, the winter was miserable. And the winter was, like, eight months long, basically. It just rained the whole time. You just want to kill yeah. yourself? Uh, yeah, you get, like, one snow day, and it's really just slush. And then oh. the summer's beautiful. It's, like, sunny in 85. So, and, That's like, nice. nice. Just the whole time. Not I don't either. think I've ever been to Seattle in the in the summertime. It's always been in the wintertime. I've never yeah, been you there. you got to go in the summer, and it's great. Yeah. I, I got a lot of family up there. I should probably go and, and visit. Oh, that's right. Your dad lives up there, right? Yeah, that's where most of my family lives. Is Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, my family's spread out. Anytime I would travel anywhere, yeah, I would always find out I have relatives in the area. Really? Yeah, no matter where I went. Holy shit. And like I said, I traveled the whole East Coast. I've been quite a lot of places down south. Uh, Midwestern countries and everywhere I went, I've always had this family no somewhere. Yeah, family somewhere that I've just never met. Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm California generation upon generation, both sides of my family. So, I think everyone in my yeah. family was born in a different state. Really? Yeah. Like holy shit. My mom was from Illinois. My her sister was from Texas, and her brother was from New York. Damn, dude. Yeah, that's pretty spread. My grandma was from. 
she was from Massachusetts, and I think my grandfather, I think my grandfather was also New York. Damn. Yeah. But yeah, we got we got people everywhere. Yeah, that's <laughs> sick. Yeah. So what was like the? Um, oh yeah. So getting back to moving down here. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was pretty exciting. Um, you know, there's so many people here. Um, the weather's great. The the bars are rad. Um, so basically, when I moved down here, I just fucking partied for yeah. t- a good six months. How old were you when you moved here? Come on, man. <laughs> well, I was just curious. How long has it been? Uh, how, how long have you lived here? I'll ask that. Uh, I've, I've lived in PB for about two years. About two years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I was living up in Carlsbad, North County, for mm-hmm. a little while, too. I've been, I mean, I've been coming down here my whole life, you know, um, forever, so up and down this coast. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it, I don't know. It, it, it's cool down here. I could see how it would be really different for people from the East Coast and the yeah. Midwest to come out here. Uh-huh. I mean, for me and probably Steve and David, we're all from, you know, California. So even when you're up north, I mean, it's almost pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, there's just, you know, a few differences. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For me, it was just like the transition from um, northern California to down here was just like a little bit less fog. Yeah. And then it, it's it's a warmer when it's sunny. So. Yeah. Yeah. Is that pretty much the only difference, only main difference? I mean, the wa- water's warmer down here in certain times. Warmer There's water. Tons of chicks. Uh, bigger I mean. surf up there. Yeah, bigger surf up, yeah. up north, for sure. Oh, yeah, and the, the girl situation is you, very you know, different down it's, in San Diego. It's super funny because <laughs> everybody from all over the place thinks that Southern California, you know, surfing and all this shit. And it's yeah. like, it's, that's not, dude, real surfing's up north. Like, this is, this is ridiculous down here. Like Really? Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I mean, these beach breaks are, I don't know. I, ju- I think Northern California is, I mean, really. I mean, I, I guess now that I think about it, there's no, like, big go-to spot here that you hear about, you oh, know, all these, all these competitions and stuff. Black's Beach, I mean, but. Black's Beach. Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of your biggest places down here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if. Northern California is, like, if you compare it to skiing or snowboarding, like, Northern California is, like, the, the Black Diamond and the Double Black Diamond, except yeah. for, like, a couple of beaches will be like beginner friendly but still cold yeah and yeah. then but you come down here and it's mostly like uh green circle and blue square like it's there's yeah. a ton of people doing it a bunch mm-hmm. of people trying it out for the first time and you can kind of just like if you know what you're doing you can just weave in and out and surf whatever waves you want yeah i got you right yeah it's more of an image thing down here mm-hmm surf culture and skateboarding yeah i mean it seems like everyone everyone who talks is like oh yeah i've been i've been surfing or i want to get more into yeah. surfing it's just like the go-to thing for people yeah I feel like. yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean you know uh, you know when i when i moved down here it was cool you know i met a lot of people mm-hmm. partied a lot i mean i mean you're we're in pb dude that's what you do is party yeah and we're next to the beach you know it, the difference between here and like north county and stuff also is you can you can ride your bike around here it's pretty flat you know, to the beach and Mission right. Bay and all that stuff. But if you go up North County, um, it's all cliffs and stuff up there. So, I mean, uh, if you really just want to not drive, mm-hmm. you just want to ride your bike around and stuff. I mean, PB is pretty much where it's at, or Ocean Beach or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah um, PB's fun. You know, I so when I moved, when I moved there, I had no, no concept of where I was. I just knew that I was moving to San Diego, and I was just kind of like, I I got my two buddies, one of whom already lived down here. And the other of whom is David, who moved down later. And we just kind of drove around town asking different apartment complexes if anything was open. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I found this spot. And then actually. I'm driving by this one. And then uh, I see Justin outside smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, I don't smoke oh, anymore. <laughs> he, do- he doesn't smoke anymore. He's, he's, he's clean. But I, uh, I, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go talk to that guy. He looks like he knows what's up. And then I got... I didn't know this until after I moved in, but I guess like uh, when I first talked to Justin, because I was just this young, like 24 year old kid uh, showing up with my buddies, he was not not looking forward to me moving in. He thought I was going to be kind of a a rowdy party person, but really, but no, I, I mean, did. The I was first freaking out. I really became friends with there was uh, was was Dalton, and then I migrated over towards Justin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's how it worked. David was up in my face. I remember, remember when he came down here. David was all, "Oh, hey, how's it going, man? Was, oh, what are you, what are you guys doing here? We're like, how do we get in here? Nothing, nothing's changed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you guys are like best friends. Yeah. You drove him to the hospital. Last I know. Night. I know. I know. Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
Yeah, and when I first moved in, it was like everyone was very standoffish, like yeah. especially all of the girls there. Like you yeah. could not. There was this one girl that I that lived next door, like literally next door, and I would I would say I would just say hi to her yeah. if I came out at the same time as her in the morning, and she would she would look down at the floor and walk by me. Yeah. And it's not a big complex. It's not like there's no. a bunch of strangers there. It's 11 people living there. And it's not like we were creeps. You can't do much here without yeah. everyone else knowing, pretty much. The, well, they, they, it was like, we're not creeps. We're just saying hi. We're friendly neighbors. And they yeah. just, it was such a weird mentality, dude. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of these people are from the East Coast. And I heard that, you know, people don't talk to each other, like, are super friendly, say hi to people they don't know. Yeah. A lot of people can be pretty standoffish. Yeah. Yeah. You got to meet so, the right people yeah. that, are, that are open and inviting. And that just opens a whole new. Right. Or into meeting those people originally, at least you know where I was from. It was more of everyone kind of already knew everyone. Right. Yeah, you had your towns, and a lot of people didn't mix towns. You either went to Barnstable High School and your friends with people at Barnstable, or you went to DY and you were friends with people at DY. 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 Yeah. Oh, DY. Yeah, Dennis Yarmouth. I said DUI. No, no, no. Might as well be DUI. Yeah. Honestly, that's a good. Oh, pretty, really? Oh, yeah, that's shit. pretty ghetto school. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean compared to like LA. Oh, or San Diego feels like a, a really big small town, like especially Pacific Beach. You just, I see people walking around that I know all the time. Yeah, it's super relaxed. Everyone's very willing to stop and talk, and uh, you know, get to know their neighbors. And yeah, dude, really fun, everywhere but really this complex was really yeah. Because I had the total opposite experience when I moved in. Well, here. that's because you got lucky, dude. I did, I did. I remember when I first first came in here. The first thing I did was there was uh, my neighbor there who doesn't live at any there anymore. Yeah. yeah. First thing I did, she was the first friend I saw. I said, "Hey, I'm Forrest. You know, I'm I'm a new guy. I'm just moving in. I just you know I, I don't want to be a stranger. I want you to be able to you know put a name to the face. You know, say hi and anything. You yeah. Know, she was she was pretty cool. She said, "Oh, hey, yeah, I'm Flo. I'm actually I'm I'm moving out here in a little bit, but you know, it's nice to meet you. Yeah. yeah She's, you know. She was cool, dude. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was cool. And then um, I remember I came in when I was. When I was moving in, and, and Stephen was actually sitting down here. He was in a meeting, so I didn't bother him. But yeah, I, uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I gave you a little nod. He did, and I was like, "All right, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. You gave me that." And then uh, when I finished moving, in, I remember all you guys were sitting out here. I was like, "Who the fuck is this stuff. guy?" I, I think it was Stephen <laughs> came up to my door and knocked on my door. I was like, "Hey, man, you want to come well, out no, and you, have a couple you, of drinks you, with us?" You walked up here with a bag of food, and I was like, "Oh, what apartment are you looking for?" And you're like, "Dude, I just I moved in. Just moved in. I'm all yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, because when I was moving in, all my stuff, there was no one out here. Yeah." You know, and yeah, I was like, I figured you guys were all at the beach or move. something, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like December, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was around. Was it? No. No, no, it was, no, way it was before, before that. that. Yeah. It, was, it, was it was way before you guys that, were went up to north. Yeah. Um, I think it was November. Was it? I think okay. it was right around. Were you here for Halloween? Before I was here for Halloween. Okay, there you go. October, yeah. <laughs> so maybe I just moved September? in. I moved in like the day before Halloween. Halloween. That's what it was. There it is. Yeah. Because it was still nice out. It was, yeah. 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 But, uh, but yeah, Stephen came knocking on my door and, and said, hey, man, like, you want to come downstairs and have a couple of drinks with us? And I think we ended up sitting out here till like, midnight. Hell yeah. <laughs> just, just bullshit. Yeah, you stuff. ordered a yeah. bunch of Domino's with those, like, cheesy pretzel nuts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are so good. Those oh were. God. I remember that. I remember, yeah, because we had ordered them at, like, Eight o'clock, and then it come till like eleven thirty, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, wow, I got to be at work in <laughs> four hours. What did I just get myself? I into? should go to bed. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that must have been a fun, uh, fun day of fishing. You were working a lot. Yeah, dude. loading, loading bay was miserable. I know that was. You were gone for like two months. We were getting worried. Yeah, that was right at the height of my season. It's gonna be like that pretty soon again here. Ugh. Um, Damn. Yeah, but I've been off for a while now. Yeah, you. Yeah, I've been off for like. It's been great. I man. feel like it's been two months where I've just been doing boat maintenance. You know, driving from uh, here up to LA, and then yeah, you know, I had a lot of vacations in between. Right. And uh, I still got one left. So, <laughs> but uh, this a, this season's going to be different. This season's going to start out slow. Where uh, I'm going to be doing a three day trip, and then I'm going to come back. And I'm going to have like a night off, and then I'm going to be doing a day and a half trip. I'll come back and I'll have a morning off. I'll be like that for quite a while. Oh, sick. So we'll be popping in and out at the start, and then we get our when we get our longer trips going. I'm I'm gonna be taking more time off this year, obviously because I'm upgrading my license right. to to study on that. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. So it's gonna be fucking sick. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we'll be spending a bunch of time at the coffee shop studying together. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah. I definitely I study a lot better there than I do sitting in my apartment. You know. Oh my god. No distractions. Dude, my, my desk is too close to my bed. That's the. 
That's the catch. I just can't, like, I can't sit at the desk that long because I know my bed's more comfortable. So I got to get out of my apartment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have a topic suggestion if you guys are willing to change. Yeah, yeah dude. What do you got? This is just based on what I got sitting right next to me. You know those, like, variety uh, candy boxes or the chocolate boxes? Uh, like Snickers and... Like C's candies or that kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, like with multiple chocolates, like different kinds? Yeah, Yeah, a bunch of different things. Like like the bags you get for, like, Halloween? No, like, you know, like Stouffer's box or whatever, like, the, the box of chocolates. Yeah, have you ever? Oh, had yeah. oh, yeah. I you never had these candies though, huh? No. Yeah, that's like a. Oh. Yeah. Is that a West Coast thing? Uh, you know what? I think they're everywhere, but I think it, it is in San Francisco, um, where. Oh, okay. Where it originated? Yeah. yeah. So okay. what? Which which of those is your favorite to get, and which is your least favorite? <laughs> what is the worst candy you could, like? If you bite into something, you're like, oh god damn it! I should never even tried it. I got to think about this, but you go. You tell us. Okay, well, my favorite, I like I like chocolate on chocolate. So the more chocolate in it, the better. So when I get like those ones where you bite in and there's like a chocolate fudge filling, mm. that's my favorite. I, I love that shit. See, I'm not, I'm not a big chocolate guy. Really? I've never been that okay. big into chocolate. I've always been like, uh, I'll eat chocolate, but it's got to have peanut butter in it. Oh, I'll fuck with that, dude. Yeah, like Reese's, like Reese's. Oh. I mean, that's just about dude, it. Dude, that is so good. That's... Yeah, I mean those are great. If they if they come in the thing, I'm happy. Yeah, but, yeah. And you never know. The, my least favorite to get is like the when they have like the coconut vanilla shit in there. Like I normally like coconut, but that's not what I want out of my variety. Like a Mounds bar. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. It's like I'm expecting something sweet, and then all of a sudden it's coconut, and do, it's just not super sweet. Do you like those like uh like the dark chocolate like kind of chalky tasting? Chalky? chocolates yeah when you bite it, it kind of feels like a little chalky in your mouth is that like truffle no it's like um like the like the dark chocolate bars dark chocolate bars yeah hmm. like a like a thin mint texture no 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 like a imagine like a hershey's chocolate yeah uh-huh. but it's like real chocolate like dark chocolate uh, oh i mean i like dark chocolate bars you do I, yeah, I was yeah. I don't know, dude. It leaves like a weird aftertaste in my mouth, and I don't I don't know what it is. Hmm. I just don't like it. That's weird. Huh. Which is yeah, which I is put, weird because I put dark chocolate on my yogurt. I put yeah. like eighty five percent cacao. That looked good the cacao. other night. Yeah. Oh, it was so good dude. with the raspberries. Dude, the whipped cream yeah. and all that shit. Oh <laughs> I didn't God. put whipped cream on my yogurt. What? what? Oh, it was yogurt. I thought it was yeah. whipped cream. Okay. <laughs> put whipped cream whipped on cream your yogurt for, for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Can't um, imagine that. <laughs> I thought it was whipped cream. I didn't know it was yogurt. It looked pretty good though. Um, yeah, I wish David would show up and talk about his his uh, whipped cream habits. But he is gonna have di- the diabetes. Yeah, so, that guy eats a lot of junk. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I remember speaking of, like whipped cream habits. I remember as a kid, um, my uncle. Uh, the kids used to get all excited about this. My uncle, anytime we were at like my grandparents' house, and you know, it was dessert time, you know, having ice cream or whatever, he used to come up to us and he'd tilt our heads back and he'd give us like a shot of whipped cream in the mouth. That sounds delicious. Yeah, he used to call them uh, whippets. <laughs> whippets. <laughs> yeah. Not the right kind of whippets, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the right kind. That kind of. Oh, yeah, I guess. Right yeah, no, it's good. No, uh, no hangover after. Yeah. Get chocolate wasted. Chocolate wasted. <laughs> Hell yeah. Keep all your brain cells. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah. One time in uh, high school, this is a this is a fun story for a podcast. Uh, <laughs> I was over at my friend's house and he, we had a whipped cream can and he pretended to give me a blowjob while I squirted whipped cream into his mouth. Jesus. <laughs> that was bright, cute oh, looking. Man. Do you guys yeah. remember that game, uh, the, the sex game, whipped cream? No. No? You, no. Guys, you guys ever heard of it? Never heard of it. Steven? The, wait, the what? It, the it's sex a, game? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a sex I game, remember. but it's called Whipped Cream. My dad cream. came in. Oh. <laughs> so I got like three seconds. Okay. So I want to hear this. I'll, I'll make it quick. So basically, it's you, uh, you know, the chick or the guy lies there naked while the other person squirt, squirts whipped cream like all over their body and like draws whatever, and then the, the person has to look it off them. <laughs> I wish I played that. Sounds awesome. It's a fun game. 
Never played it. No. Great. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I try to make that quick. Um, yeah. Just because <laughs> Steven's got to go. Long but, story short. <laughs> yeah, long story short. All right. I'll see you guys. Have a great dinner, dude. All right. Later, dude. Fun evening. Yeah. Peace. Well, there it is. Nice. Well, I'm glad the, the, the call worked out. Yeah, that was killer, dude. <laughs> First time. Yeah. Crushed it. Yeah. Um, but getting back into that game of cream, the way I found out about it was, yeah. was kind of where – where I wanted to get to. Okay. Um, I never played any sex games, dude. No? No, never have. Hate to say it. I had a chick that was way, way into Sounds that Sounds rad. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the way I found out about it, I was in, oh, let's see, probably like the <laughs> fifth, sixth grade. Jesus, dude. Yeah, and I had this friend, this, <laughs> this friend, uh, Emily. Yeah. And I remember her coming to school, telling me about it. Um, her parents had like told her and, and said that they used to they used to play it all the time. That her, her dad was like telling her all this like stuff that she would draw on her mom. It was a, a Brazilian chick. Wait a minute. The parents were talking to their kid about the sex game. Yeah. And how they did it on each other. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking gnarly. That is. Yeah. It was, it's kind of <laughs> weird. Okay. Um. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I forget where I was going with this with this story. I, I had something big planned, but you know we'll, we'll, we'll forget about that. Holy shit! I want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I forget. I, I don't say I forget the where where I was going with it. All right. Um, Damn. Fifth grade. Yeah, fifth grade. I can't imagine ever sharing my sex life with my kid. Yeah, that's weird, especially at that age, man. Yeah, it's really young. Yeah, you know. Well, I think she might have she might have asked her parents about the game of cream, and her dad was joking around about it. Or something, Probably should have made something else up. Yeah. 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 They're kind of young to talk about that. Yeah. But, but hey man, Brazilian, maybe they're di- they're different than us. Yeah, I don't know. There's, you know, different cultures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um totally. I understand. Yeah. But um anyways, getting back to like the differences between, you know, San Diego here. Yeah. When I first moved here, it was a it was a tough adjustment. Was it really? It was. Why? Especially coming from the East Coast because god, you would think it wouldn't be. Well, uh, just the whole mentality of people out there is different. And, oh. you know, I was in a, a small town. Right. Too. Got it. So I got the whole different, you know, you guys talk to each other differently than, yeah. like, me and my friends would. You guys yeah. do different stuff, you know. And uh, and is there, like, a there is, so there's a huge difference in culture. Yes and no. It's a lot of little stuff okay. that kind of adds up to being a, a lot of big stuff. Okay. Um. Tell like, us, tell us some, tell us some differences that you notice. Oh man, I mean the way that you know people talk, like no one out there really takes offense to a lot of stuff. Like so, here, so let, let me let me tell you this story. Okay. So my uncle, he's from California. Yeah. And you know he obviously moved to the East Coast in Massachusetts. Right. When he first moved there, and he was working like construction. Yeah. And the East Coast guys were you know picking on him, busting his balls, joking around, whatever, just just saying stuff. Yeah. You know, as as to me growing up there, it's, you know, whatever, nothing. They're just joking around. He thought they were, like, being serious, and he was, like, taking offense to all of it. And he ended up, like, he used to get in so many fights with people. And eventually his foreman or his boss or something pulled him aside. He's like, hey, man, like, I, I know you're not from around here, but they're just messing with you. Like, stop getting so heated. That's just so how sensitive. people talk out there. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's a lot of people out there have thicker skin. And, like, okay, I, I yeah. realize it every well, now cold. and again. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have thick skin out there, I guess. But um, I realize that every now and again, you know, talking to people where yeah. I'll say something, and people look at me weird, like, did that guy really just, did, did he really just say that? Like, what the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Now it's like, oh, hey, man, like, it was a joke. Like, like they thought you were being rude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I could I could go up to anyone, like, anyone of my friends, or even a random person's being be like, hey, man, fuck you, go fuck yourself. I'll just be like, Psh, dude, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, go fuck yourself. And the mm-hmm. next thing you know, like, we're going down to the bar to have drinks together. Right. You know, just bullshit. I just then you box and then you make up and have more drinks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Where I feel like here it's it's it would be a whole different story. Oh, it's it, it's sensitive out here, man. It's you know I picked up on that. It's a little sensitive. <laughs> I mean it depends on where you're going, but Yeah, I mean, but people here are way more laid friendly back. and inviting for yeah. sure, which I mean I do like more. Okay. Um it's laid back. Yeah. So, so I've been told. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Um yeah, there's there's just a lot of like little differences because I you know more of like the small town stuff because when I moved here I was like always kind of looking over my shoulder like I'm making sure I'm uh, 
you know, not going to get pulled over, get in trouble with the police or anything like that. Right. We're out there. It's, you know, I could, I could just be in the police officer. will just pull me over and be like, God damn he'll, it, he'll, he'll see my license plate and be like, oh, I know who that is. Like, he's fine. You got to hide your beer better this time, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was no, no big deal. Cause I remember leaving bars, like being completely fucked up. Yeah. You know, with my friends and they'll, they'll be like five police officers sitting outside and they'll see me get into my truck with a bunch of my friends troublemaker over here yeah and they'll just they'll come on the fucking pa that the police have and literally just say drive safe drive drive safe forest 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 yeah (laughs) forest (laughs) yeah so yeah it's just it's just different so okay what are some other differences Uh, how about like the way people dress or you know the way they talk and it's a lot of nicer preppy clothes Oh, in East Coast. Yeah, that's the that's her jam. Yeah, they like the the preppy clothes. I mean, I like the way people dress out here way more. It's a lot more laid back. Okay, it's you imagine going up to L.A. Yeah, and seeing the way how nice people dress. Yeah, that's the East Coast. Oh, like preppy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's got a fucking attitude. Um, it's either that or Carhartts. Oh, I love Carhartts. Yeah, Carhartts. Shout out to Carhartts Carhartt. big out there. Yeah. Yeah. Much, I mean, I'm wearing Carhartt pants right now. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's what everyone everyone wears. It's the good good. I, I've yeah, you, seen don't, you don't see anyone out here out there like wearing jeans or anything. It's all Carhartt. Carhartt, head yep. to toe. Head to toe. I watched uh, you know some SNL skits like Bill Burr and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, fuck, dude, they're so funny. But I bet you they're like spot on, mm-hmm. like with the Boston guys and wearing the Carhartt and the whole nine yards. Seemed pretty funny. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, it's spot on. I, I live in this town and it's spot on. Yeah, no, it, it it really is. Even that uh that Sam Adams commercial, like the your cousin from Boston. Yeah, that is your stereotypical Boston guy right there. That's so they, funny, they man. Hit, they you do they hit the. I just want to meet. Nail right on the head. I want to meet one of those guys and just chat with them for yeah. a while. Dude, they're they hilarious. Seem, they seem pretty fun. They dude. are hilarious. You know? Yeah, yeah. So you get guys like that, like the your cousin from Boston, where he's just loud and not yeah. just talking to everyone. Right. Okay, those quiet guys are like, who the fuck are you looking at? Like, Yikes. stuff like that. But it's it's definitely different. No. Do you so do you, do you think that you relate with more of like the people out here or with the people in Boston? Or I mean, um, where, Cape Cod, where you're from? I kind of I kind of fit in everywhere, I feel like. Okay. You just I, you're a chameleon I, just to Yeah. You know. I mean, I, when I moved out here, like I've been working, you know, where I worked for about a month uh-huh. and already had those guys all invite me over to their houses for Thanksgiving, spent Christmas with well, them. Dude, you're I got, really I got along, going guy, bro. I got along so great with them, you know, I got along great with you guys when I first met. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know, dude. I just, I'm a very friendly guy. <laughs> you are very friendly. So yeah, I feel, like, I feel like I get along great with a lot of people. I, you know, I honestly, I thought you were from here because you're pretty easygoing. All the people I met from the East Coast, I mean, yeah. they're cool, but there's a difference. Yeah, there's just know. something about them. There is. Yeah, and you can tell. Oh yeah, for sure. But I mean, it was not. It's not bad or anything. I'm just saying. You know, it's just interesting to. I've never been to the East Coast. Yeah. Um. So I don't. This is the first time, like, being in this town, mm-hmm. up north, we don't have people. It's not, like, a tourist town up north. I mean, it is in, like, Santa Cruz. Yeah. But not, like, here, dude. Like, everybody's from East Coast. So, this is the first time I've ever been around people from the East Coast. Really? And, uh, oh, yeah, dude. Um, they don't, people don't visit. I mean, maybe San Francisco, but mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I was 45 minutes away from San Francisco. Yeah. Um, but this is the first time I've ever been around, like, people from all over the place, all over the U.S., the world especially the east coast mm-hmm. and uh it, it was a major it was kind of that you know what i'd have to say when i moved to pb yeah that was the one thing that was the hardest to get um used to because in santa cruz you know everybody's pretty much from there or over the hill yeah and everybody's you know california style every i mean we don't have anybody from anywhere else mm-hmm. you know and when i would come down here i mean everybody's from the east coast down here in pb it, it, it's funny that you say that. I really have not met many people from the East Coast here. Literally, we could go outside and stand on the goddamn driveway right now, and and people that are walking by, I bet you we can ask them where you're from. Everyone I've met has been from NorCal. Oh, well. Well, I mean, is everyone from here, like, in the complex? Because we're all from no, NorCal. No, I mean, the people, you know, straight across the street from us. What? People I've met in the bars. Yeah, they're all from, from the NorCal. Yeah, I have everyone not, I've met. I've only met a few people f- from NorCal. That's so weird, man. That's you know, weird. it might be they probably just stand out more to me. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I might I might have met people from the East Coast and just be like, oh yeah, whatever, East Coast. Yeah, you know, I you, forget about them twenty minutes later. Yeah, right. Where right. it's like, oh NorCal, dude, that's sick. I was just talking to him, like it's just like this up there and like that, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's it's a cool to- topic to talk about, you know. Yeah. The, the the um the differences and stuff and, I mean, do you like it here? Oh yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever move back to the East Coast? Um. See, I don't know. I don't know. It's too hard to say. Too, yeah, too early I'm, to say. I'm, I'm pretty much just going wherever work takes me at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's what brought me here. Yeah, that's I mean that's yeah. what you should do, that, right? That's what brought me down to Virginia, to brought me to Florida, yeah. New York, Maine, all those places. That's what, that's just what you do. Following work. Yeah. Yeah, wherever the, you know, the hot places, where it's paying the most. Sure. You know, wherever I can pretty much slide in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. You know? So I don't really have any plans. I mean, I'm, I'm even thinking about uh, you know, traveling overseas to different places too. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Where were you thinking? Um, I'd like to check out Australia. Oh hell yeah! Australia's dude. cool. That's sick. Um, yeah, it's really just wherever wherever work is. Wherever it takes you. I'd like to get on a boat that would travel the world. That would be sick. Yeah. Why don't you get on one of those fucking sl- like those yachts? You ever see that TV show? Yeah, below deck. Yeah, that yeah. looks fun, dude. So actually. Um, about almost a year ago today, maybe, maybe a little less, maybe like three quarters of a year ago, something like that. Yeah. Um, I had a job interview on a, to run a yacht. Oh, that's right. Fort Lauderdale. You're telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would have loved to take. It was a beautiful boat. It was like a 175 foot mega yacht. Jesus Christ. Beautiful boat. It was brand new. Um, the owners were all right. It was a, it was a private yacht. So you would just be taking charter. them around? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty much just bring the boat wherever they want it, keep it clean, keep it running. Were they hoity-toity? What do you mean by hoity-toity? Hoity-toity means like they were just like, you know, you know how rich people are, super rich people. No, I mean, they were pretty cool, but they, you know, they were very strict because I had them in the yachting world. They're like, you know, this is, I want this to be perfectly clean, like, you know. Which, which is understandable, like the, the, the industry standard for everything to be yeah. super clean. But they were they were honestly very cool, easygoing people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which, I mean, I would have loved to, to take the job. And the person who had set me up with the job interview, yeah, he's he's always picking out, like, the best ones. People, he'll, he'll give oh. you a whole heads up. Oh, shit. Yeah. He'll either tell you, like, okay, this guy is, like, he's a pain in the ass, but he pays the most, so he keeps him as a client. But anyone that's, like got a bad rep yeah he doesn't keep him as a client for people you know because they they outsource the yacht the yacht owners they outsource um finding crew to yeah. different brokers okay so is it like a staffing like a, agency type deal kind of for yeah. yachts yeah that's crazy where, where they 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 get, get in contact with this broker okay who is the one that's actually going out and looking for the crew because you know he has a list of people's resumes and stuff yeah he knows who's looking for work um, so people call him, and then they he finds a crew. So the guy I was going through was a very reputable person, and I was recommended to him by a, by a friend of mine, which is how I, I was able to get this interview for this guy. My, my friend who had worked for him for, I don't know, 11 or 12 years, and I worked oh, wow. for him for – I worked for his friend for a year, and he, he put me up and recommended me. Um, to this guy. That's the only way I got in with him. Um, okay. So yeah, he got me the job interview on that yacht, but I had to turn it down because I wasn't going to leave the boat I was on early. You know, in the middle of our season, just drop everything. He wanted me. To, the The owner wanted me to drop everything and go, pretty much, and run the boat the next day. Um, but I said I couldn't. I wasn't gonna. You know, burn burn a bridge. Burn a bridge. You know, leave yeah. my boat uh, a man down. Right. Um, middle of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I figured, you know, another opportunity would come up if I if that is something I wanted to do. Oh, sure. But sure, man. Yeah. I mean, there's fuck, dude, in Florida, there's tons of yachts oh, out there. Newport. Yeah, dude, there's a million. There's a million of them. Yeah. I could I could probably call a guy today and be like, hey, I quit my job. Do you have anything available for me? And he, he could probably find me something within a couple of weeks. Damn, dude. So, yeah. So why don't why don't you go do that? Um, Seems like a pretty cool. I want to I want to focus on more upgrading my license. Before, oh, yeah. I, before I make any kind of career move again, bring me up into a whole different class of, of pay and, you know, what I'm doing. That's right. You uh, you want to run a tug, right? 
Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's just that's more or less the next step and like the career line that I chose. Okay. You know, not going to a maritime school and actually just getting my license and moving up. A tug is like how you get in to uh the next next step up. Oh, it's actually it's actually skipping a step. Normally you go into crew boats and then you go into tugs. Got it. But because I have an in on a tugboat, I can kind of skip that step. And then from the tug you move up to uh pilot station and then you can become the pilot and that's like top of the line like pretty much the high one of the highest paid jobs in the maritime oh, industry sweet yeah wait weren't you on a crew boat in virginia yeah yeah i was running yeah. a crew boat okay that so was, that was, it wasn't a legit crew boat it was a fishing boat that we're using as a crew boat got it got yeah, it Yeah, for like 40 days so what it wasn't a, you know it's not registered as a crew boat it wasn't a crew boat job well it was a crew boat job but it wasn't a, a, a crew boat um so it was a little different, you know, not being a, an actual crew boat company. Right. Um, but yeah, I did I did enjoy that, that yeah. whole crew boat job ordeal. That was the time you saw the submarine, right? Yeah, the yeah. first time I saw the submarine. That's right. Yep, working down in Virginia. Crazy, man. Yeah, which was which was awesome. Awesome experience. Yeah. You learn so much more, you know, ship handling, working around bigger ships, and just more to – you learn so much more about the industry than you do in fishing because fishing is very closed off and very much a niche where you – once you work in fishing, you don't really expand outside of fishing with your boats. Right. We're working with crew boats. You're doing so much different stuff. You know, you're. We were burying underwater cables. We were That's jacking right. up ships out of the water, driving pilings down, transferring goods. So you learn a lot more to about ship handling. Um, you know, pulling up next to these boats, holding positions dead in the water. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Because to transfer to transfer goods onto a onto a ship, you got to back down next to them okay so yeah you know one will be facing north and you'll be facing like east and and you're literally inches from them you have to hold your position being just inches away from them so you can you know either hand off the goods if they don't have a crane you know you got to hand them off you you don't tie up the boat to each other you can but because we were on a fishing boat that wasn't made to do that and we have a big you know two foot solid aluminum rub rail yeah us tying up next to them would destroy the fuck out of Got their it. boat and destroy our boat. Got it. While most crew boats have tires all around them, so you can tie off next to them. Okay. Our boat, you couldn't, so I had to hold my position just very closely next wow. to them. Yeah, which, which, you know, was a... That's intense. First time I did it, it was very stressful, and then after that, it was it was easy. How did you... I mean, did you, what, are you just hanging out the window and just kind of... So... <laughs> Most boat, like the boat I'm on now, we have controls where we can steer the boat from outside. That's right. Yeah. The boat I'm on, I I was on at the time, we didn't. It was only inside controls. Okay. So I had a, a guide outside with a radio calling me on the radio, telling me, okay, you got, you know, your bow's swinging in, your stern's swinging out, or your stern's swinging in, you got this much space between you and the other boat. Yeah. So I pretty much had him direct me while I just really stared at, at the compass, keep my heading straight. And, and pretty much did that. Stared at the radar. Had the radar zoomed in as much as I could, um, and just I, I literally didn't. Even, I never looked out the window once. I was just down staring at my equipment, just you know, banging everything, listening to him tell, call me on the radio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the first time I did it was very stressful. Second time not as stressful, and after that it was piece of cake. It just became nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was a that was a great experience for me. And you're out in you're out in the ocean, so it's you know you got the currents and the waves and the swell yeah. and so yeah a big thing is um lining your guys itself up yeah you know to you get the you know seas coming one way you get the current coming another yeah so you want to you know say your position your and, and you know you got to realize too like how fast is he going to drift compared to how fast am i going to drift right is his boat almost as big as yours or bigger or? there was a range of boats there was some boats that were smaller some boats that were bigger you know there were other smaller crew boats there and there were other bigger crew boats there was it easier to do the smaller or the bigger boats? Um, it all became the same. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was really? no different. You, yeah, you do it once. It's, it's, it's all more or less the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, especially because most time they were underway, they were just sitting, holding a position. Um, it was more or less just figuring out who's going to drift faster and, and how to line yourself up and which way that the you're going to get pushed, which way your drifts are are going to go, just to kind of keep yourself corrected. Yeah. And um, so if anything does happen, you know. You're not gonna hit them. They're gonna, you know, you're gonna separate from each other. Right. You know, say like my my engine stopped working. You know, we can keep our fend ourselves off more or less, 
and eventually there's going to be a gap and he's going to be further away from us or you know vice versa yeah so yeah it's a lot of just planning that seems like you really got to think yeah and having that um combined with the fishing experience where you literally have to anchor up you know right on top of like just one single rock so it's directly under your boat so figuring out how the currents are and you know all that how how all that stuff's going to work has really like improved my boat handling skills and stuff so sick dude yeah um so why'd you go from that to uh commercial fishing go from crew boats yeah there was no job change i was fishing before and covid hit oh and we weren't allowed to fish so we took a contract got doing it. that okay and then as soon as that contract was up we were allowed to fish again so we went back to fishing so did did he primarily want to do the fishing that was his bread and butter or would he yeah have done fishing the is the bread and butter okay um but he that company did want to expand the crew boats and that was that's why he that, that was one of the projects i worked on was getting us into that industry uh-huh and that was when i was going to buy the the boat with my old boss an actual crew boat oh okay um but that was if that contract were to extend longer than what we actually had it for on the more major project because we were just setting up for um, like test windmills. That's right. Yeah. Um, so when they were actually going to do the project, uh, we were going to buy a crew boat to do the full project with. Got um, it. And, he, and he wants to expand into that industry just in case something happens to fishing. He has something to fall back on. Well, do they do they make more money than uh, fishing? It's year round work. The, so year fishing's round, year round work. No, no, no. The, the crew boats. Crew boats would be year round work. So why wouldn't he want to get into crew boats as opposed to fishing? He does. He does. He does want to get into crew boats. Got yeah. it. But it's you got to have the right opportunity to do it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you got you got to have work for it. So, with doing the windmills on these big wind, windmill, you know, offshore windmill projects. Yeah. Um, when that big job gets rolling, he he's really fighting to get that contract, um, and get into that industry while keeping the fishing going too. He you know he's expanding, gonna just build a whole new company. Um. So yeah, he, he does want to get into that. He does. Yeah. How's uh, so? Is is he still doing the fishing thing right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's always going to be doing that fishing thing. Got it. He's always going to keep that going. He's just going to just expand, expand the business. Yeah. His you know himself different. the corporation. Yeah. Um, while keeping all his other businesses going. Right. With fishing. Sweet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, and that would be one thing that would bring me back to these coasts is, is that job. Because during that job, dude, I was making so much money. And really? It was, it was easy work. Really? Yeah, it was easy work. I mean, it sucked on rough days. I remember going through a, um, probably one of the most, I, I, I had some of the most stressful times of me running boats mm-hmm. on that project. Number one, that, that first time pulling up next to those boats. That was pretty stressful. That was definitely one of the more stressful things I've, I've been through. But I mean, you, you watched him do it, and they kind of told no, you what I was, to do. No, I was the first one to do it. <laughs> he knew he could do it because he had ran crew boats in the past before he owned his business. Got it. So he knew he could do it. Got he it. wanted to see if I could do it. Got it. And he wanted to see if I could figure it out on my own. And you wanted to take the challenge, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love a challenge. Yeah. So he so he had <laughs> me do it. Um, and yeah, he was, he was my guy watching. So he, you know, he was just standing right outside. He was watching me. He was watching the boat. Um, so he would be right there to jump in if anything did happen. Um, so there was that. That was that was pretty stressful. And uh, another thing was going up into the Chesapeake River for the first time was during a tropical storm in fog. We had two off-station buoys, you know, buoys that had broken loose from their position. Um, so you know, I can't see out my window. It's raining. There's a big swell, there's a big storm, you know, winds howling. And uh, I've never been up this river, and it's a busy harbor. Huh. Um, So there was me in front. I don't know why we were the the lead boat, probably because we had the brightest lights, so everyone could just follow our lights. Got it. And we had the line of all the other crew boats following us. And they had all been up the Chesapeake River before. I never had been. Let's put the new guy up front. Yeah, put the new guy there. That's not from (laughs) the Let's let him lead. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I had to do that. Um, you know, it's hard to read a radar in, in that kind of weather. There's so, wait, so it was, much interference. It was humid with a lot of fog. No, it was raining. Oh, it, it was, was a, it was during a tropical storm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it would just it literally just been downgraded to a tropical storm. It was a hurricane before. It was category oh, wow. one. Wow. Yeah. Um, and we we hung on till the last absolute minute. 
Um, so we're just getting our asses kicked, brains pounded in, Damn. and I can't see anything going up this river. And I know that two buoys in the area had broken loose. Really? Yeah, if you hit those buoys, dude, you're fucked. They're big. Yeah, they're they're heavy duty. Yeah. It'll do some serious fucking damage to your boat. No shit. Yeah. I think we'd be fine. We have a, you know, one inch thick aluminum hull, but yeah. it still would not be not be pretty. And there's still a real possibility of putting a hole in the bottom of the boat, a major hole in the bottom of the boat with that. But couldn't you see it on your radar? Um so during like a storm and heavy rain, you get a lot of interference. Um hmm. so you don't really have a clear picture. You know, of what's in front of you. Okay. Um, so I, I would get a lot of, you know, just miscellaneous targets that would pop up. I'd get, you know, targets, you know, every other sweep as the radar goes by, things will pop up. I had my AAS so I could see ships. I, I could I, I could clearly tell, like, what was a ship and what wasn't. But it was just a lot, so much going on. You know, most time I'm just staring at the compass and looking at the radar, staring at the compass, looking at the radar, glance up at the GPS, make sure I'm on track. Yeah. Um. Yeah, going up to this place, you know, I've, I've never been. You don't want to make a wrong turn up there. You'll run aground. Um, so it was just a lot to experience. And I, I had, you know, my boss was the, my boss was there. He was standing behind me. So right. if, if anything were to go wrong, if I were to make a wrong move, he would have corrected me. But that was another, you know, for stressful first experience. But I was very yeah. confident doing it. But, you know, it was still. Yeah, I could still, see that. Still something where. If somewhere to you go don't want to fuck up in front quick. of him, yeah, exactly. And then you want to do a good job for yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm leading the pack of boats, so. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes yeah. when sometimes under pressure like that, it, it's I, I perform very well under pressure. Yeah. I find out. I pr- perform way better under pressure than in a relaxed environment. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you got to just be thrown to the wolves. Yeah. You learn better that way. Yeah. You and me and everybody else. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. And I I like that. I like those intense situations because it's like i can't fuck up yeah <laughs> yeah and you have seconds to react and stuff and yeah. wow really i know your shit <laughs> yeah jesus man yeah that was, that was cool that's um, crazy and then the last stressful thing was on the way home it wasn't a whole lot of wind it was just buckets and buckets of rain wow couldn't it see was in front of you the heaviest rain i had ever been in yeah you can't see in front of me like wow. there was just it, it was a straight a waterfall. Uh, I'm not even joking, dude. It was just a waterfall coming off the wheelhouse. That's crazy. Just everywhere, three like all the way around, just straight. Oh, just a, there's like a little lip, on you know from, on the wheelhouse. Yeah. From the deck to where the you know on the top of the yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. It's a little lip where it comes up around the edges. Mm-hmm. It was just a straight waterfall pulling over, and was the water was it warm out? Um, because nah. it, it was you said it was a hurricane, right? It's this is this warm, is a different right? time. Oh. This, this was just rain, just heavy, heavy rain. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we're probably like 100 miles offshore. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, just 100 miles, like whatever. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> that's so I go hard, a lot dude. further than that now. I know you do, but to me, that's 100 like, miles to me is just like right outside of the yeah. harbor. <laughs> that's a quick trip. Yeah. Um, and that's like where all our wiring for electronics are, our antennas and stuff. And all of our equipment you know, our, our GPSs, our radar, our AIS, all that stuff stopped working. Oh, party on. Yeah. So I had I, all my, my entire radar screen was just one big blob. Yeah. Um, my GPS is just all were just flashing alarms, no position found. My oh, AIS just God wasn't even turning on at this point. Um, wow. And we're in the middle of like a cargo shipping lane. Oh, rad. Yeah. Um, that's like that's pretty heavy, dude. Yeah, like you're not we, supposed we, to be in those lanes. Oh uh, well, you, to fish or anything. Well, you can. You just got to look out for the for oh, the ships. Okay. Um, All right. You know, they are they have the right of way, pretty much. Got it. Um. Anyway, so I remember none of that stuff was working. We're in the middle of a shipping lane. Um. Then we had an issue going on downstairs where or the stator on our alternator, which is what tells it to you know. Tells the alternator to shut off when charging a battery. So, you know, once it gets to, you know, right. ours were 24 volts. So once it gets to 28 volts, because uh, they, they rest at 28. Uh, once it gets to 28 volts, it's supposed to stop charging. Even Alt- though it's still, yeah, right? the alternator, even yeah. though it's still, you know, the alternator is still spinning or whatever. Yeah. It's just not producing any more, you know, not sending any more power to the battery. Got it. The stator broke and it was hung on. <laughs> so our batteries were getting up to like 35 volts. 
And then, you know, that's when they start like exploding. The sulfuric acid inside starts boiling, and then the batteries can explode. <sighs> so <laughs> dealing with that downstairs while not being able to see anything outside, having no no idea what's around, you know, I can't I can't even see the bow of my boat. Wow. I, you know, I, I can't even see five feet out my window. Wow. Um, and eventually we did get one of our GPSs working, and I just, I had him, uh, I, I stopped the boat and I just had him take that alternator off that engine. Um, you know, which is quick. Just yeah. It's four bolts to do. And then, you know, after those bolts are off and the belt's off, I can start the engine up, start running while I disconnect wires and stuff. Um, and yeah, so I had all that going on. And eventually, um, we had I had this old GPS sitting behind me in the wheelhouse with an antenna. So I got the old GPS working, you know, with power, you know, wired it all up, um, got it hooked up to an antenna and I opened up, I just cracked open my wheelhouse door and kind of aimed the antenna up and, you know, wedged it in there with zip ties, duct tape, whatever. So just kind of pointing up. And I finally got that GPS working. I ended up being able to link it with the AIS so I could see, so, you know, I could use it. You know, all the big ships have AIS, which is, you know, it tells you their position, their speed, their course, where they're headed, just all the ship's information. And it can plot them on the GPS as if it was a radar. So I eventually got that working. And, you know, luckily we weren't going to hit any ships, but there were some ships around. Um, but yeah, I had finally gotten that working. Um, and that was a good, you know, 30, 45 minute ordeal. Just trying to get all that going. Oh my God. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was stressful. It was, it was a, a nightmare. Show. Yeah. Yeah, so probably the three most stressful situations I've been in. Damn, dude! <laughs> All in one trip. Any and and you're only 21, or 22, at the time I or was what, 20, 18, 19, 19, I think. 19, 19. I was either 19 or 20. It's a lot of responsibility I was late 19 for a 19 early 20. Old. Yeah. Jeez. Well, like I said, my my I had my boss. Uh, you know, my boss was there. If I had someone to fall back on, yeah. But he, his whole ordeal, like that whole trip, was just sitting back, letting me run everything. You know, yeah. Dealing with the you know the companies we're working for talking to them uh all the other ships coordinating everything with them yeah my boss just sat back and you know never gave me his input or anything like that just was there if i were to fuck up to stand in and correct it right which is which which he never had to it's the best way to learn yeah 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 so that's rad that was one of the that was a great experience yeah i bet (laughs) completely great experience fuck man yeah that's uh intense yeah, I was very, I enjoyed a lot. <laughs> uh, and, you know, that experience really helped me grow in, you know, any job that I have now. Sure. I walk in there with so much more confidence. Fuck yeah. I, can, I can do so much more. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've been pushed, pushed my limits and, you know, know how I perform in these higher stress situations. So I kind of walk into everything now. Just like, dude, whatever happens, happens. If I fuck up, there's someone that's going to be there to correct it. You know, not as the captain, but, you know, if I were to, you know, go and do something wrong. Like, uh, whatever. Like, if I were to, if I were to, you know, mess up, it can always be corrected later. It's nice to have something to fall back on. Yeah. In a shitty situation that you're like, oh god. Yeah. You know, but luckily you didn't have to do that, which is awesome. Yeah, and you know, he's got forty, fifty years of experience, right. so it, you know, that's a piece of cake to him. Yeah, walking him the park, it, it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's just chilling, yeah. Twinkie. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's literally right. he was. Most time he's just kind of taking a nap behind me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm not right. watching. So he's like, just oh, hit him yeah, on the head, hey, dude. Like, and then goes on, just wake me up. Yeah, <laughs> you got this. <laughs> That's uh, rad, man. Yeah, no, great experience working down there. Yeah. Sure. Do, does that? Do they do the same thing over here that they do out there? Um, it's a little different. Okay. It's what he does is the East Coast equivalent of what I do, but what I do doesn't exist on the East Coast. This whole long-range style of fishing, going out for, you know, 16 days, going out fishing these foreign countries. Right, um, right, right. You know, going offshore and being in such a luxury boat and just a high standard of everything. That doesn't really exist over there. Okay. The longest trip they do is like a three-day trip. Like Bahamas and stuff, right? There's got to be like good fishing around there. and Yeah, but it's more local stuff. Oh. It's all, like all the boats are pretty local. It's not that far away from like Florida, right? Uh, I mean, it is. you can't go there in a 100-ton boat like that. Oh. A 100-ton boat, like the boats that I work on are all 100 tons, okay. they call them. We're only allowed to go up to 200 miles 
from oh. a from a point of land. Oh shit! Yeah, which is nice working down here because there's a lot of islands. There's a lot of you know different structures that come out that mm. can be considered land. So That's that how you get away with going like 800 yeah. miles out. Yeah, exactly. There's Got the closest it. thing would be 200 miles. Okay. But, you know, it's not somewhere that's really inhabited or that we can really right. pull it's into still an and tie island. up. Yeah, it's it's just like an uninhabited island or it's a military island, you know, where we can't actually go. That's a loophole then, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Got it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is, it's considered like a port of refuge. Got it. Yeah. So if something dire happened you can go on to yeah the like a like a big storm or anything like that we can go hide in the shelter of that island got it. um and you know if they're military islands they have doctors and stuff there and oh okay yeah got so it. in case there is an actual medical emergency you know we can bring them there to get treatment oh shit yeah that's rad yeah there's only has only happened once that i've heard of oh really most of the time we just run into uh to cabo san lucas or mag bay or, or something and, and drop them off and um they get med flighted back to the u.s Got it. Yeah. Actually, the last time, um, the last time I heard of it happening, it was this guy had had a stroke on a boat. They were probably 180 miles off the coast, and the guy had a stroke. Got it. And they had called the Mexican Navy to come and pick the guy up. <laughs> and he said, How'd that go? They, they sent over like a little lifeboat, you know, a little like inflatable motorboat. Like a like a ribcraft. Guys having a heart attack and they send over a fucking inflatable boat. Well, they they had a big ship, you know, they had a, they had the big ship, but then they sent over oh, a little boat it. to come and pick the guy up. Got it, got it. Yeah, he said it was such a nightmare. The guy was just getting, you know, the the little boat was just getting thrown around. <sighs> the guy could not maneuver the boat, could not get the boat up next to the Jesus. to the boat. So the captain said, no. And he took one look at those guys, took one look at the guys on the boat on the on the ship. Said, yeah, there's no way I'm handing this guy over to you guys. No way this wow. guy's gonna I'm I'm gonna be liable for this guy. No way I'm gonna you know, he, he can't think for himself. There's like there's no way I'm gonna let you take my passenger. Yeah. So he he ran all the way into Mag Bay, tied up in Mag Bay and got him off the boat and I think the US came the US Coast Guard came down and met fought him out of Mag Bay. No shit. Yeah. How long did it take you guys to get there? This wasn't me, this was a friend of mine. It took him about twelve hours. Holy shit! How long do yeah. you think it would have taken him the Mexican boat to get there? Same, same, twelve hours. Probably more or less the same. The, the Coast Guard couldn't have flown out there in a helicopter. No, because we're we were probably about six hundred miles south of the U.S. So the the U.S. Coast Guard won't go out there. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they you can't send a med flight down there. Really? Yeah. It's too far out of the, America. the helo range. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> we own I, this I think place. It's, I think it's too far to <laughs> helo range, and I, I think there might be a little jurisdiction issue too. Got it. With being down in Mexico, I mean, isn't that in international waters? No, no. International waters is past the two hundred mile mark. Got it. So it's it's territory of Mexico. Got it. Yeah. Um, it's weird how it works. I think it's up to three miles off a coastline. Is like. You're, you're technically in their country, but from three miles out to 200, it's their territory. So you can come in there without having to check into customs or anything, um, but it is protected by that country. Like, that's why we had to follow the Mexican fisher regulations while we're down there, um, because it's regulated by them. But we don't have to check in in Mexico um, because we're not within those three miles of their coast. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you still got your passport on you and stuff. Sure. And, you know, you have a visa. Yeah. Um, in case something does happen where you do have to go in. Right. Um, going to like Mexico. In that, like in that case, they did have to go and check in. Um, you know, the Mexican authorities came down and, you know, went through passports and all that stuff. Got it. Paperwork. Um, huh. But, yeah, so it's it's not international waters until you get past that 200 miles. That 200 miles. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, definitely uh definitely interesting. Well, so so you're going out to work here in the next couple of days. Yeah, I leave uh, I leave tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning I go out for only 3 days and then I fly down to uh Puerto Vallarta for a little vacation and uh talk to this guy who I'm brokering the the boat for. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You're telling us about that. Yeah. So, so are you excited to get back to work? I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I've been on four vacations. 
Yeah, this guy's been hitting it hard. Yeah, it's been a lot of money going out, not a whole lot of money coming in. Yeah, no shit, <laughs> especially this past trip you went on to Cabo. Oh man, yeah. All the guys like ran out of money time. on the last night. I had to go bail them all out and stuff, and that was so much fun. So much fun. Sounded like a terrible time. <laughs> it's hard to have a bad time in Mexico. I don't think you're. I, I think it's like Vegas. You're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Cabo's like the Vegas <laughs> of uh, what happens in Mexico stays in Mexico, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Got a lot of good stories, but uh, I yeah. guess we're not allowed to talk about them. No, I, I definitely have some I could probably share, but <laughs> got to think about. I want to hear the good, 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 good ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, dude. It was it was a mess. I remember when we first got to the Tijuana airport because we flew out of Tijuana. Uh huh. I remember there was this lady sitting at the bar. This Mexican Mexican girl didn't speak any English. Yeah. Um, she was just hammered out of her mind, loaded, absolutely drunk, could not stand up, just couldn't barely keep her eyes open, just hammered. She's still drinking there. And she's younger, still... younger woman or older woman? She was a young woman. Okay. She was a young woman. Um. Bartenders are still serving you drinks and stuff for God knows what reason. Oh my God! Um, we get to the bar. We had some time to kill, so we, you know, we all ordered some beers. Yeah. And you know, we're just standing there, like, not bothering anyone. Just, you know, standing behind, off to the side, kind of like away from her. Yeah. And she just, you know, as, as soon as we got there, she just turns around, looks at all of us, flips us off, and starts going "Punta tu madre," which is, you know, "Fuck your mom" in Spanish. Yeah. And just kept looking at us like it was like, you know, I, I speak pretty good Spanish. I asked her, I was like, you know, in, in Spanish, I was like, who, who are you talking to? Are you, are you talking to us? And she goes, yeah, all of you, fuck yourselves. I don't like Americans. Oh. Get out of here. Go die. I want to kill all Americans. Damn. Yeah, just did not like us and just, just kept trying to, trying to fight us. She hit three of us. Damn. Yeah, she slapped three of us um, and immediately fell down. I, I, I picked her up and I, I brought her back over to her chair. Here she hates Americans, but they're helping her. Yeah, no, all of us were, were helping her and stuff. We, you know, we were talking to her, you know. And, you know, when you when you actually went and, like, talked to her, she was nice and, she, you know, she, she liked us. Right. But, you know, it was, it was like she was going through moods between liking us and hating us. Why do you she think She liked that? us because we were helping her. Why do you think she hated you guys? Um, I, don't, I just don't think they like, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. It's just, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know yeah. why. I can't. I can't think of a good reason. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she she fell down. I picked her up out of her seat. You know, she dropped a bunch of her stuff. So I I, I picked her up, brought her over to her seat, sat her down. Yeah. Went over, picked up all her stuff. You know, laid it out in front of her so she I didn't take anything. Mm -hmm. You know, just laid it out there all on, on the table so she could see. And um, she grabs my arm. And she comes over and, and she opens her mouth wide and tries to bite me. I'm like, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. Why, why are you trying to bite me? And then she puts both her hands like on the back of my head and pulls me in and tries to like kiss me. I'm like, stop, dude. Like, this is not going to happen. Wow. Yeah. I mean, she was a good looking girl, but I mean, that's who knows. The the the, the mood swings on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, it was multiple times. She was falling down, you know, like. We were taking turns. We were pretty much all taking turns picking her up. Was anybody her back down seat. like watching this? The bartenders were were kind of looking over, but not you know doing anything about it. Bartenders were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's get her another drink. Yeah, they were. They kept serving her. They Let's never see how this never one cut turns her out. Off. Yeah, and when I was talking to her, you know, I asked her like, "Where are you going?" Like, you know, I I want to make sure she wasn't going to miss her flight or whatever. This like, is in TJ, was, right? Yeah, because I was like, dude, she needs to leave this bar. These bartenders are not cutting her off. Like, she needs water. She needs to leave the bar. Like. I bought her a water, and she just pushed off the side. I like, kind of threw it, and I, I caught it, and, just, you know, set off to the side again. Um, and I asked her, it's like, where are you going? She's like, oh, she's going to Mazalon. I go, okay, well, what time is your flight? She goes, 8 o'clock, 8 a.m. And uh, I, I look at her and go, it's 11 p.m., or it's, it's, it's 11 a.m. Like, your flight was hours ago. And she just turns and looks and just orders another drink. I was like, oh my god, dude! And yeah, that was, that was kind of the last time I talked to her. I feel like you guys should have invited her to Cabo. She, I think she would have killed us on the plane. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Yeah, but no, she had looked like she had. She was a good-looking girl, but she she had um, like her eye was all like bloody. Oh, like the whites of her eye were bloody. She had gnarly nails on too, like long, pointy nails. Yeah, so she would grab me. It would it would hurt tried like clawing my face and stuff and you know was it, she wearing nice clothes and like looked normal right yeah yeah she yeah. looked normal um the only thing was she had like almost like a brace on her head 
a brace yeah like it wrapped like it was a, a like a brown piece of cloth that oh. went like under her chin yeah and came back up to like the crown of her head fuck that's weird yeah so i feel like i don't know maybe the reason why she don't like americans like she got into a fight with some americans or americans jumped her or or, or something you mm. know like something had happened she had obviously like been roughed up something happened something definitely happened oh shit um you know I don't know who or what happened, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. So that was the start of your trip. That was the very beginning. What a great start. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the very start was uh, one of the guys, as we are meeting at our buddy's house, to all drive to the CBX tunnel together. Yeah. was uh, one guy forgot his passport. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that was that's how everything kind of kicked off. Jesus <laughs> Christ, bro. Yeah, it was, a, it was a complete mess the whole way. We finally get to Cabo. One guy left his wallet on the plane. Jesus yeah. fucking it, it just kept snowballing. We get to the we get to the hotel. Um some guys there signing in like ahead of us and he 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 threw the pen at the guy working like behind the counter, like threw the pen at him. Jesus. Yeah, and immediately like, the biggest guy in the group who was, you know, he, he messed up his elbow. Yeah. But he was gonna be a probably a number one draft pick for the NFL. Wow. Like big guy. Huge, huge guy. Oh shit. Strong guy. Yeah, and he just immediately was just like, dude, you better say fucking sorry. Like, just chirping at him. Like, you better say sorry, dude. Like, fuck you. Fuck your attitude. Because what are you wearing? Jorts over there? Like, what the fuck? Just immediately started, like, Damn. trying to pick a fight with this guy. He's, he's hammered. Um, Damn. Just, yeah. So, that guy. so, it just immediately started fighting him. <laughs> you know, um, before we go into more stories on that, I just want to say, um, you guys flew out of TJ because it's astronomically so cheaper. cheaper so much cheaper. you I, save hundreds of dollars when you were saying that i was like ah, how much fucking cheaper can be and we, we ended up looking it up and i was like holy shit it's like four hundred dollars cheaper my, yeah because we looked up on my trip to puerto Vallarta. My yeah trip to puerto Vallarta, my flight was is 86 dollars yeah it was 13 more dollars for me to go first class <laughs> that's insane yeah where i think i were to fly out of the u.s i think we looked and it was like yeah we five six hundred yeah, yeah i was gonna say it's like five like over five yeah, six hundred bucks. Plus, yeah. you're flying within, you know, within a country. Yeah. So when I get there, I don't have to take any kind of COVID test because oh, I'm flying from Mexico to Mexico. Got it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it 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 is insane how much cheaper it is. Yeah. Dude, I don't it, think a lot of people nuts. know about that though, or maybe um, people are like maybe, scared because they don't want to go to TJ. Yeah, I don't know, um, but I mean, it's, it's fine. There's there's no issues. Um, yeah. It's like a San Diego thing. I feel like, or like a Southern California thing. Yeah. Flying out of flying out of Mexico. I mean, if you're but. we're we're 20 minutes away from the border, exactly. So it's not that far away. Yeah, but yeah, that's insane. I just wanted to, to touch like on that. that. Yeah, because that was <laughs> it was crazy. Because when you were saying, yeah, you know, I, we're we're flying to TJ, I'm like, why the fuck would you fly to TJ, dude? Yeah. And then uh, you told me the price, and I looked it up, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. 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 But uh, I think I think this is a good place to kind of end this one off on. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, next one, we'll, we'll get back more into this stuff and yeah. highlight some other stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. You know, we we just opened up an Instagram, Under the Palms. Oh. Um, you can go ahead and follow us there. We'll keep you guys up to date. You guys can see a little bit more behind the scenes. We're going we're gonna to um, try to do some video. I mean, not soon, but we're going to try to do video of us talking yeah, so you can see what we look like. We, we got a lot of expansion ideas um, yeah. coming up. So uh, follow yeah. us on, you know, we got our YouTube. Follow us on YouTube for now. And then we're going to try on Spotify and just all these other platforms. And so, uh, stay up to date on that stuff. And if you if you guys want to hear us talk about something or you have a topic that we can talk about or something, leave it in the comments. Yeah, and um, you know we'll be reaching out. People can join, and you know now we know how to call in. You know we'll oh, start taking some more people. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. Come in. So cool. All right, guys. Well, fuck yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening and party on. Follow us for more. Hell yeah. <laughs>